joining us in the studio. He is the mayor of the town of Collingwood. His worship, Brian Saunderson. Good to have you back, Brian. Uh, it's great to be back. Good morning, both the Johns. Jay Good squared. to see you. Uh, busy, busy council meeting on Monday. Very busy council meeting, yes. Lots to talk about. Let's start off with you had a couple of deputations right off the bat. We did. We had a deputation from Leah Denbach, the uh, local photographer who very has, uh, yes, very talented, who has brought homelessness uh, to uh, to the forefront with her books, uh, no, no Place to Call Home. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's two of them. I understand she's working on a third, and all of the proceeds from her books go to uh, to combating homelessness. That is fantastic. And, and you know what I love is she does it all around the world. She yes. takes these photos. Uh, but uh, it does remind us that there is homelessness here in our town. Absolutely. And uh, so that leads us to the second deputation, which was from... Um, the members of SCADA, which is the Simcoe County Alliance to End Homelessness. Uh, they have their office up on Campbell Street, and they're working with, uh, we had Fiona Proctor, Gail Michalenko, and uh, Pam Hillier, um, who, who formerly did the 211. And uh, so they're talking about the efforts that are going on in Simcoe County. We had an enumeration last April. There was, I think, 697 people identified uh, throughout the county, 24 here in Collingwood, and the you know the the numbers really i think are probably yeah. not telling the whole story because that was just a point in time enumeration and so there's a built for zero program uh, which they are trying to implement here in Collingwood uh, or across Simcoe County and that uh is looking at trying to uh, do a census and identify all of the homeless by name and then look at the causes and uh, really kind of create a strategy for getting um, uh, getting them safe haven and uh, into stable uh, living environments. And uh, so good news at the uh, County Simcoe County meeting uh, yesterday, committee the whole. We learned that the federal government has put two point two million dollars into Simcoe County to uh, um, help us in our efforts to combat homelessness. And I know that the county uh, budgets to support this. Is the town doing the same? Well, it, it, we do. Our our budgets come from the county. Okay. So Home Horizons, which is uh, the Barbara Wider House yep. and helping uh, youth in crisis, um, they will. I think they're slated to receive uh, about eighty nine thousand dollars this year and uh, that's also was passed by the committee of the whole yesterday at the mm-hmm. county so it has yet to be passed by council but uh, generally committee of the whole is where the discussion occurs and so county I expect council will pass that so that's in the works as well when you're talking about housing though and counseling eighty nine thousand dollars didn't seem like a lot of money no, but uh, it, you know it's part of a bigger piece, okay. so, right? So the, the Home Horizons runs the youth home, and uh, and my friend's house runs uh, families in crisis, women who are victims mm-hmm. of abuse, and then there's the um, uh, Simcoe County Housing Alliance. So these. Uh, um, these all work together to combat the program. So the funding comes at it from a bunch of different angles. And the hope with the SCADA program is that you're going to actually be combating uh, that right, really kind of right on the street. Mm-hmm. We had the, the end result is we have to get the money down to the people on the street. And it's always a tug of war between the capital dollars to build housing structure, like the affordable housing complex, versus operating dollars to triage the people in crisis and right. make sure there's programs. Yeah, and it's uh, it it's more than just boy. We got to give them a house. It's yeah. about how can they deal with it and, and getting them literally it, off the street. Exactly, and it's it's not a just putting a finger in a single hole in the right. dike. There's many. It's a complex issue, and so trying to address the multitude of issues, and we know the targeted groups. Um, so we have to you've got to find ways to effectively address that. 
Uh, during council meeting on Monday, we talked about the fact that, uh, that so the, the deal is done with EPCOR and, and the money. So after the dust settles, a, a considerable amount of cash. Yes. So that the, when the dust settled, uh, there was $16.35 million um, from the EPCOR sale. So that's double the, uh, the initial uh, $8 million they got for the first uh, 50%. In 2012, so that's uh, very good news for us. It's about uh, almost two million more than we were projecting around the 13. But we always knew it was going to be subject to adjustments, cash on hand, that sort of stuff at the end of the day. Um, and then we are getting the 4.1 million for the airport, and we know 300,000 will be held in trust uh, for the um, for um, five years. Right. So that gives us probably around uh, 19 million dollars to be working with for the community. So the um, the engagement process will be critical, and uh, we've asked uh, Marjorie Leonard and staff to look at how that should be put together, and that will be coming back very shortly. Uh, you, you can't mention these things without to talking a bit about the uh, judicial inquiry that's underway. Uh, there's a new uh, lead counsel for that. Uh, d- does that concern you? Well, it's, it's, the timing's unfortunate. I mean, Janet Leeper is an extremely... Um, uh, well, accomplished and competent counsel, mm-hmm. and, uh, and she's just been appointed a judge of the Ontario Superior Court. Congratulations to her, by yes, the way. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so we all want to congratulate her, her success, and, and that's a process that doesn't just happen right, overnight. So right. this is the timing, while being unfortunate, is nothing else. And uh, um, so the uh, second chair um, has now stepped up to be the head lead counsel, okay. and uh, she's extremely accomplished as well, and she uh, um, will be carrying this going forward. Um, uh, I don't know if people are aware, but they're working on a draft chronology. So after assimilating all these documents and assembling them, they okay. have put together a lengthy document which will be made public before the hearings start. And that sets out the chronology from the paper trail that they have. So they've got a timeline, they know, mm-hmm. and they be able to follow how these discussions happen. So this will help them to pinpoint... Um, where we've ran off the track. Yes, and, and where things, you know, what correspondence went on between who and what discussions were ongoing so right. that when we get... The, to the live evidence testimony phase, they will have a very uh, good roadmap to take the witnesses through to ask them to explain things. So we uh, we certainly congratulate uh, Janet Leeper, and um, we know that we're in capable hands moving forward. Finally, let's talk about hockey. It's been close to 10 years since we've had some junior hockey in, in Collingwood. And Collingwood always calls itself a hockey town. We just didn't have a team. Absolutely. That has changed. That has changed. So on Monday night... Uh, we selected council on a unanimous vote, selected the uh, Barry Colts Junior Tier 2 Junior A franchise. Um, having said that, we, ha- we were faced with uh, two strong, strong bids, and uh, it was a very difficult decision, and there you know, was lots of subjective discussion about the quality of the hockey. Both, both bids were going to provide calling with, with fantastic hockey, and uh, at the end of the day, from my perspective, I can't speak for the other council members. The unfortunate problem for the Junior B franchise was the uh, outstanding uh, risks with the encroachment issue, mm-hmm. which we know had previously kneecapped our Junior C uh, proponents, and uh, and the fact that there was a moratorium that had to be overcome uh, through the uh, uh, OHF, I think it is. And, and at the end of the day, it's all had to be approved by the OHA. So I, I would like uh, to thank uh, all the proponents, and I know... Uh, 
the Junior B proponents, Terry Geddes, uh, Andy Pritchard, and Jeff, or Paul Jeffrey, all worked extremely hard over a long period of time to uh, to get minor hockey back. Or and junior they told hockey a fantastic here. story. They did. Like I, I think council would have had no problem going with them if there was no other offer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, this was uh, and uh, this was the irony of the whole thing, John. <laughs> is that uh, you know after eight years in the wilderness and trying to get Junior C negotiating with the Junior A League did, mm-hmm. and Dean Culver did an exceptional amount of work with them to try and realign the divisions to show it could work and then ultimately they said no and then to have two bids on the table of the quality uh, of the ones we had made uh, made our life, I mean, it was a good problem to have but it yeah. was a difficult choice to make at the end of the day and uh, certainly from the people I've talked to, everyone had an opinion it's hockey, it's Collingwood, <laughs> everyone's going to have an opinion but at the end of the day, we're looking forward to having a quality product on the ice this September and, we, and, I, and I know people will come out and support it now, if they don't, here's my question, is how how much could the town be on the hook to support the team going forward? I mean, right now, there's we're not spending any money on them. It's, it's about a, you know, it's about ice time and that kind of stuff. There's support. But we're not writing checks to, to meet payrolls. Right. Um, if the if people aren't coming out, if if Collingwood isn't the hockey town we all in our hearts believe it to be, what happens? Do we just let the team go? It's their business model, and okay. uh, we are at zero risk here. Both proponents had the same proposal from the town. We said, this is what we're prepared to offer you in right. terms of ice. And you, they both had the same package. Uh, they do get some of the, the uh, advertising revenues and the concession. Um, but uh, they they pay us their rent, and uh, the Junior A franchise has cut the town check for $175,000. That's five years prepaid rent. Right. So if it does not work for them, uh, and they cannot make, I mean, they've made a commitment mm-hmm. to be here, uh, then they will, that's their struggle, and okay. it's not falling onto the pay, backs of the taxpayers. I'm, I'm assuming that council and or town staff had some uh, pretty lengthy conversations with Collingwood Minor Hockey, which has been doing very, very well. Yes, so... Uh, and this takes us right back um, to hometown hockey, um, and the, the, at that time the proponents were the, the, there wasn't a reality; they were still working through it. So there were discussions uh, with Dean Culver, and, and I want to congratulate Dean Culver and the staff on the excellent work they did in putting this proponent this bid process together. They did that in very short order, and nice I think it was to have a, very a guy fair. that's had direct experience exactly. with minor hockey. And Dean knows his way around yeah. the arena, as you know. He worked with the Sarnia Sting, and that's was. Uh, a previous incarnation of his professional life so he knows the hockey world and uh, I think we put together a very uh, even-handed and fair bidding process and uh, and that was the result. Well, what's March break look like for Mayor Brian Saunderson? Uh, well, uh, my three sons are all out of the house uh, off uh, works in progress at school and, and finding their world. And uh, so it, it's just Susie and I and the dog. So it's nice. not too much that's different this week. <laughs> it's, it's different. Yeah, well, enjoy your uh, March break. And um, uh, Mayor Saunderson, thank you so much for joining us. If folks want to touch base with you, ask any questions that they have of you, what's the best way to get you? Well, I'm at Town Hall and uh, my email is bsaunderson at Collingwood ca um and so they can connect me there and tomorrow we have our second uh, or third sic now i think on the budget meeting so that will be uh between four and six and then we're having uh, coffee 
with the public between 6 and 6.45 so that they can talk to us and express their concerns or questions about the budget, and then we will take public deputations at 6.45 on. So we'll look forward to seeing people tomorrow, and thank you guys thank for you. another great conversation. Great to have you here on Talk to the Town.